It's I, dude. You know what it is? It's 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 uh it's the moment before you get clipped and you're like, hey man, is there anything you can do yes! about this? You know, like for good. For, yes. For old times' sake, Jim. Nothing I can do about it. You know, like like dude. I was just making sure I wasn't like going to get whacked, you know, like I was like, all right, man, like, are, you know, are we cool? Like, I'm not wearing a wire. Like, Hey man, I know, I know you think I knew them. I'm not an informant. Everything's cool. Like we're good. Right. Trust this breakfast place in the morning. Yeah. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Mike, what's going on? What's happening, man? Good to see you. It's good to be back from California. Your first trip. How'd you like it, dude? Uh, it was it was pretty cool, man. I was little. Uh, we got to Huntington Beach that first day, and we went and cruised the beach a little bit. And there was like nothing going on. I'm like, this is this is this is it. And then once we linked up with Joe and he brought us to the pier and all that stuff, I'm like, all right, here we go. This is this is it. Yeah, cool. that that day. Yeah, once once we started going to the pier and we saw the surfers, that was so freaking cool. That I didn't know um what oh, it was Huntington Beach, the Huntington Beach yeah. Pier. Yep. And then Monterey and then Monterey was was another incredible that that whole run they were incredible place. And people said, Oh, Bakersfield, Bakersfield. Bakersfield was a phenomenal place to be at. It just it was incredible incredible show so with that said we just got back from california um it, it's been uh, that was a great run that was a really great run it was fun to see you mike and we had we had some really good times we got to, i got to see an old friend on the road that last day when we were in laughlin nevada i got to meet uh, evan in I person will, Oh my God, there's so much to catch up on. Yeah. There's so we get to meet Evan up there. All right, before we even do that, let's look at tour dates. We can really use some ticket sales in Texas. Uh, I think I think Austin is absolutely crushing, uh, but the rest of the Texas dates, we'd love to um, do a lot better. So here's the Texas dates coming in January. Uh, I can't see it, January 10th. I'll be in Dallas, Texas. January 11th, I'll be in San Antonio. January 12th, Stafford, Texas. Um, why is there two Stafford, Texas? There was a separate link for the meet and greet. Oh, okay. Stafford meet and greet. Got you. Uh, January 13th, Austin, Texas. That show's doing extremely well. January 14th, Corpus Christi. And the end of January, uh, I believe I'll be in South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, Spartanburg, South Carolina, and that Jacksonville is canceled. God, I really was excited about that date, but hey, uh, I'm more excited about doing it again with um, great promoter and stuff. So with that said... You got to meet, I the fact that you got to meet Evan and Evan looked like 
he showed up at uh, Tony Roman's place, Botilicos, the Botilic guy. Um, and we, he looked so dapper. He looked, he, he had his martini, his hair was combed. He, he looked incredible. He really did. Uh, on the, on the, uh, on the trip was me, Joe Sib. And uh, I think we got Joe with us. We do. Hello, Joe. The, uh, just want to say real quick, every time you mention the restaurant, all I can hear now in my head is pasta. 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 <laughs> so much. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Yo, can you hear me? I can hear you really well. Good, brother. Yeah. I, yeah, I forgot we get to see Evan. Evan was uh, so, st I love seeing Evan drinking a martini. I did too. I like, he was just, just the way he had so much class, the way he was holding it. Just, he had so much class. He holds himself really well. It was, it was his night out. Cause he's got, you know, he's like a dad and married. It was really, it was pretty awesome. I love how he's it really was. talking statistics. The more alcohol he has, the deeper he goes down the rabbit hole of YouTube. <laughs> I love it. Which, by the way, the the um, if you haven't seen it yet, the special country country boy will survive. Thanks to you, is absolutely crushing on YouTube. So thank you. Um, it's and the numbers are growing quicker and quicker and quicker. And now, like news outlets are picking up. It's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I was really impressed by that. People like that. As a matter of fact. When we're on the road, and we'll get to it. Um, a good friend, Larry the Cable Guy, end up at one of the shows, and I've known him forever. And he was talking about the special, and so it was cool to hear him. Like, oh man! So, so it was, it was, uh, it's doing very well. So I want to thank everyone that has watched that, and you're having a good time with it. And I'm already working on the next special, which is on this tour that you'll be seeing. So, Joseph, y'all. Yeah, we had a, we had a we had a good run. We stayed at all different Airbnbs. Something tells me we should we should like rate every Airbnb as we go along. But I don't. I guess like do I like? I don't know. I, I don't feel know. like part I, of me. Is, I feel like the the thing that we are learning on on these trips: best coffee place, best breakfast place, and best place to stay. I don't know. I almost feel like we could, we, you could do a, tra a traveling show because the places we've been getting are killer. Even that breakfast joint. Yeah. You remember the place we went to in a, when we left, uh, left Bakersfield by the guy that told me, Hey man, go down. And we, I thought it was, oh! thought we were going to get shot when we walked in. Joe, Joe Sib goes, <laughs> Sib goes, dude, this guy at the show last night told me, uh, you want a really good breakfast place. This is where you should go. And Joe gives us, do you remember the name of the place? Pyrenees, I believe. Pyrenees, yeah, Pyrenees. But, but I didn't look. Pyrenees, like right. You didn't look at. You just trusted the guy. Pyrenees, P A Y R E E N E. Whatever. So we roll up to this place, Pyrenees. First of all, it's in a district where it looks like it's all industrial and weird. It looks, it looks full blown organized crime. <laughs> What, however you want to define that. It definitely, and there's a lot of shady individuals in the street. I don't know if they're junkied out 
or home. I think it's there was a couple junkies. Build, and, buildings so this with is boarded what, up windows. Yeah, it was definitely. Yes, sketch. it was sketch. Like, Joe, now we're busting Joe's like Joe. So was this guy legit? You just you didn't look into this. You just a guy comes up to you and goes, hey, you know, we should definitely eat breakfast. Like, you know, are we being I? I really for a second thought we were being set up to get whacked. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> well, dude, I was, that, I was at that moment. I well, started getting we, worried like, man, maybe he's right. I didn't really pay attention to where this guy was sending us. He just gave me this. He's like, oh man, if you want killer breakfast, go here. If you want to go to a bar, go here. And then when all of a sudden we're in front of it, I'm like, this doesn't feel good. This is some sketchy. What well, was on a corner and there's no windows. None. There's, there's no windows. There's just a door with this tiny little <laughs> hole and said, use, use the other door. And then you go around the corner and there were, I would say there was just two guys kind of down the street in the middle. You're like, what? Uh Oh, this is, and we didn't want to open. There was a door. It didn't say the name of the Nothing. place. didn't say anything. It, it, there was no window. And we just kind of looked at it. I said, well, all right, let me let me just open the door. See what let's see if the door even opens. And we open and it was pitch. We're in the sun and soon as it was so dark in there. But then I saw there was booths and tons of people in there. Christmas tree. And went, yeah, we saw the Christmas tree. I'm like, oh, okay. And then we walked in and it was this huge place. And then we realized, oh, we're okay. And I tell you what, that that was a great. That was a great breakfast. Yeah. It was a great breakfast. Lunch at places. Pyrenees. Never would have thought it. From the outside, it looks extremely sketchy and scary. But um, yeah, it turned out really good. And then we stayed at that one Airbnb in Monterey. Oh, that one. With was the big killer. windows at the cul-de-sac and all that jazz. And you were going out. Oh, I was seeing uh Mike. Yeah, I was gonna. You were seeing, seeing my friend. friend. Yeah, I was seeing my friend and her husband, and I. Uh, oh, dude, what, what are you talking about? When I had the striped shirt on, the shirt. Ah, oh, yeah, dude, the shirt. Now, now, wait a minute. So, oh, listen. God. One of the things I really enjoy doing is is busting on Joe when he's now. Joe comes to me, and he's wearing this shirt, which is. <laughs> It's fine. I've seen it wear him wear it before. It looks great if you're. It reminds me of something you see on a cruise ship or something like that, and where the guys are that that's that's their attire for Italian night or something. Or you're in prison in 1930. It's a so, striped shirt, and it's the thing is, I'm not the when I got the shirt. You know, when you get something, you love it, but then you don't know if you can pull it. So I can never find the. I, I'm not confident in it because it does look like Alcatraz prisoner like galant, yeah like uh, it looks very and it's stripes so i don't know if it makes me look big and i'm like i'm just not 100 percent. and then when i came up i'm like what do you guys think you're like oh dude yeah you should wear that <laughs> so i go yeah no 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 you're yeah you're you look yeah it's totally fine Good don't vibe. even don't even second guess it so now he goes outside <laughs> and joe's waiting for his uber and this is where I, I, I'm totally, this is where I tell the truth. All right, Joe asked us if his shirt is cool. <laughs> I mean, 
still thinking about it right yeah. there. I didn't want to. He is. He's thinking about it hard. He's peeking up right now. But his Look at shirt. Him. And you have no clue what talking about your shirt. I mean, I think all he's missing is a red scarf with that shirt. <laughs> is that what I sound like in the morning? One of those Vegas shows where they ride the, like the, uh, the boat. Oh, on the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the water. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or he should be serving pizza. It is a Look very. Or he's like he's in prison in 1935. It's very sailor. One or the other. Very sailor. <laughs> sailor. It's when I want to be a sailor. It comes his Uber. Now. Here he comes. Here he comes. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, dude, I knew you were busting my balls. So I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. And then when I got in, the guy was like, nice shirt. Did he really? No, no, no. <laughs> no Is that what my voice sounds like in the morning? Pre-coffee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds horrible. Yeah, that sounds like I, someone's I, I visiting. Didn't it sounded like someone else is in the room. Hey, he's got a deeper voice. And I got a, you know, about, wow. I had no clue that's what's going on. What's this next clip, Mike? What, what's going on there with me and the sunglasses? I was just queuing it up. Oh, yeah. That's the. Ah, okay, okay. And then the other one was um, we busted on Joe for. So Joe is, Joe is on stage. And everyone that comes sees me. Matter of fact, I did an interview today. And. They said, we've noticed that you don't swear on stage anymore. And I don't want that to be the main focus, but I don't swear on stage. And I always bring openers that also don't, you know, drop F-bombs and talk about sex or or they can talk about sex, which just, just whatever. I like to set a standard. I have nothing, zero against that comedy. I used to curse all the time. It really just... It makes me feel good and and it, it pushes me to work and try a little harder and um and all that jazz. So I do definitely go for a clean opening act. And Joe uh has a, you know, a couple of times he's up there, he's having a good time and he'll he'll let out a little something. But this one particular show, he hit he hit the effer hard, not once, but twice. And then he started feeling a little. He's like, I'm going to say it again. I know Jim don't watch me. So, yeah, but both, both, both times I heard the, you know, that sound with the, f I went, oh, wow. So I just kind of, I was staring through the curtain, like, is he all right? Is he getting heckled? Like, is there something going down? Um, you know, it was a solid so F-bomb. It was a solid F-bomb. Mike brought it up to me, too. I think Mike was more, he's like, dude, you know he like. Dude, it was the first time, that, you know, yeah. It was the, I don't know what happened. It, I, I said it. And then I had another bit at the end where it just came out again. So, and I knew when I walked off, I'm like, Damn, those were two hard f bombs right there. They were like they were out there, and and yeah, and they went out. No one cared. No one. Ca no, long story short, no one cared. No one leaves going. You know that Joe Sib should have never. Uh, you know I would enjoy Jim Brewer a lot more if his yeah. opening act didn't drop two f bombs. Um, so with that said, now me and me and Mike are at the Airbnb. And Mike's editing a bunch of videos and Mike goes, you know, we start plotting. 
like say i can set up a camera in the corner of the room so when he shows up late at the airbnb maybe 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 i can confront we'll confront him because here's the thing i know this is I, I i don't know if girls do this do girls constantly play uh bust each other's chops and play practical jokes on one another because I will say this, I do it a lot with my openers. I, I think, uh, um, you know, Brian McKenna was opening, we were, we were, we were filming something and we were filming the show. It was during COVID and it was going to be airing air is streaming everywhere. And right before, right before he, he went on stage and whenever I feel someone's making it wait, you're putting too much pressure on yourself or dude, you, you, you're overthinking this thing. You're really overthinking this thing. He, he first asked me, Brian McKenna goes, Hey, uh, uh, is this like a, is this a comedy special? I went, no, it's just another gig. It's just, you know, we're going to stream it. That's all. Um, but you know, I guess it could be used like a special. Just, yeah, uh, okay. And then I went, is that what you're wearing? That's all I said. Cause I knew just saying that was going to spend, it was going to send him in this ridiculous spiral of, oh, maybe I shouldn't wear this and who's watching this or anything. And should I, since it's being filmed, I don't know thing, but, um, I used to have another guy, uh, Rich Aronovich, who did he send you the videos, Mike? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go through them. I think for a confirmation from you to make sure they're all good to go. I really want to get those videos. I, I want you to guys start seeing this. So I used to have Rich Aronovich, and Rich is very uh, neurotic, stereotypical, um, just just very neurotic, right? Always overthinking and thinking about. I don't know if I should. I, what am I doing? And Rich. A couple times. I think I got him at least two or three times. Oh, I have some good ones where I messed with Rich's head where I say, listen, um, <laughs> you know, at the time I would do Howard Stern. And I'd be like, listen, I'm not sure Howard's going to be here, but I know the crew's going to be here. Like, Baba, you know, all these guys are going to be here. And maybe a Netflix just just has not. They're not here for you. So don't freak out. I knew. That was enough to make him go, oh, God, oh, God, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jim. And that's my own, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's my own self-entertainment. That's, that's the, you know, and then it's, when it's over, he's like, oh, my God, my set sucked. And I went, don't worry about it. There was no one coming. Are you serious? Are you serious? Oh, man, I hate when you do that. And I did it. I did it. There was another time where he went over like i don't know three minutes i'm uh very particular about time like i want you doing so he went over and uh i didn't have me say it but i had dan remember my friend dan he's been on the podcast a long time ago dan who keeps an extremely straight face and he can have a menacing face was going yeah um chim was really he was pretty pissed about you going over tonight he goes this is a private show he was he invited you and he kept saying i would have never invited him if i knew he's going to go over his time and disrespect the time this poor bastard was like oh, so for an hour and 20 he's got to watch me on stage going oh my god, oh my god. 
And then, you know, I always I give him a hug. I'm like, I'm just messing with you. And it still took it still takes Rich Aronovich like a half hour to finally go just to, to settle down. So I don't know if that's like the street in me that goes, hey, listen, I, I need to toughen you up a little bit before. So here comes Joe Sib. And we go, okay. I know Joe, who's a huge asset for me, just in my life, friendship and then some. Thank you. Um, and Joe, he shows up late, not late to the Airbnb. He was going out. So I had it set up. Mike set up a camera. And I went, we're going to. And it's really hard not to giggle because Joe's so kind and innocent. And I don't like, so there's uh we, we're like, okay, let's, let's see if he falls for this. And at first I had sunglasses. Mike's like, you got to take the sunglasses off. It's not going to work. I went, okay. All right. So I'm going to hit him with the F bombs, but I wish I did it differently. I, you got to remember losing my, you got to remember what? too. I was coming in cause my, remember my buddy's family that I went to college with, like he, they had their kid there and they were all, so that we went out. So I was coming in coming in just stoked like oh dude i just hung out with my roommate from college it was so great and his wife was there and they brought their kid that goes to school up here and they had a blast and i hung out at this place and i was i remember like i was like i wrote dude i got an idea for a movie i was so fired up when i walked in <laughs> you just you just took the stoke extinguisher all over me and i knew that the f-bombs were looming out there like i i i, I thought at this point, I don't know the f bombs have been heard. I think I, I think I'm in the clear. That was the thing. Like, I got, I think I got away with it. But my bro Mike made sure I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You came in and you're like, uh, you, you didn't even say hello. You came in like, dude, dude, both. Oh my god, my I got movie idea, and you yeah. pitched a whole movie. I, you pitched a whole movie. Yeah. Mike, did you edit any of that? I uh, know you didn't do for this part. Yeah, I, I, I have it, but yeah, I didn't I didn't edit it for this part, no. I mean I can we, I can, can play it. I could I could absolutely play it. Can you it. play it just for a second? I want uh, everyone, so first of all, I want everyone to know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you even play this. So Mike has this hidden camera in the corner of the room of the Airbnb behind the couch in a plant. And You'll see Mike and I keep looking at each other. I don't know if you'll be able to see it right, right away or how the lighting is. I, Mike and I were convinced Joe immediately saw the camera yeah. because he basically faces the camera and pitches a movie idea. And while he's... And I got to be honest with you, I have no clue what you said because I was waiting for the moment to go... Hey, uh, can I talk to you about a little something? And I, I knew the approach with you would be, hey, I don't want you to look into this question. And I already know right there you're going to be like, oh, okay. All right, something weird's going on. Um, but here's, here's how hopped up poor Joe. Joe Sibs comes from his buddy, and, he's, and he, out of the gate, is midnight pitching movie ideas. Me and Mike are ready to crash. We're waiting for 40 minutes for him to show up. And this is him. I swear he's looking at the camera. All right, he just came in. Dude, uh, I came up with the best idea for a f You know how we talk about scenes? F-bomb. 
Yeah. Yeah, F-bombs. So the sun Off was stage. there, and he was with all his buddies came over, all the dudes he lives with, right? And they're all hanging out, and they're f- joking <laughs> around. And uh, and I go, they're all, and the one kid goes, hey, dude, if you need a place to stay, man, you can stay at our place. And I was like, all right, man, thanks. Uh-huh. And I started joking around. I'm like, how funny would it be, like, in the morning, they're like, man, that guy. He's like, this is the first scene. And he's like, Looking right at the camera. You know, that's dad. That's his friend. And then I like, and then I wake up and I'm like, you know, they're like, hey, and then like, it's called the mentor. And I end up just going, I don't know anywhere. I end up staying with the these kids that are in college. And then it's like, and then it's like different scenes where like, guys are like, I can't pick my manager. And I'm like, Go. And, I'm, and I'm doing things like, I mean, okay. and then like, you know, like, well, you like, so this goes on for God. Why do I talk like that, man? You, you, that every other word's a stutter. I can't even get a full sentence out of my mind. You ju- you just discovering that? Yeah. You you don't know you do that? No, I didn't know that. Sounds like it sounds like uh, the wire. You know, like when a wire is hitting once in a while in your car and the sound goes through and then it disconnects. <laughs> that's that's the ideas in my head going to my mouth. Wow. Yeah, we don't need to show any yeah, more no, of that. You, no, <laughs> what? Yeah, so you're 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 pitching idea. No, you. That's that's you though. Here's the great Ugh. thing about Joe. Two great things about Joe that I love. Hey, listen, I got bad. We all got characteristics that we're not happy with. Uh, mine are big bags under my eyes, and apparently, I sound like a baritone voice at before I have coffee. I couldn't believe that was me in that video. Hey, uh, look at his shirt. Look at Joseph's shirt. He's got his crazy. I didn't. I didn't realize that was me. Um, this was, and I'm so glad Mike got to endure this. And one of our Airbnbs, maybe it was the first one. This is what you wake up to in the mornings to Joseph. Ready? This is what you hear. And it goes on. <laughs> His snot box is just got allergies. It's it's a major mess. It's Joe Sib's snot box is a complete disaster in the morning. But I tell you what, it's be- better than any um, rooster. A yeah, rooster <laughs> goes. That's when you know it's time to get up. <laughs> That that you know you go to Key West, get off on the plane, and the first thing you hear <laughs> in the morning, Joe Sib. This is when I know he's up. When I hear in a distant in his room, dude, it's because these Use. these Airbnbs they have like some of them let pets in there or something because my allergies fire up. It's the same thing when I'm on a plane. As soon as I get on the plane, just stuffed up. My whole life. I'm stuffed up right now. I've never, I can't like, you know, when people say you got to do yoga or meditate to breathe through your nose. I haven't breathed through my nose since like 82. Like I cannot, (laughs) I can't even get a, I can bear. I don't know. It's always stuffed. Your poor snot box. It's just, it's such a mess. It's a nightmare. So then, um, so between that and your, and yeah, you're, it's not that you stutter, but you go, (laughs) Dude, dude, and it's dude, and, and it's like it's like, and then the guy, and then it's like, okay, wait, so then, okay, so the dude 
You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like he comes into the room and then it's like, it's like, oh, this guy's God. here. And, 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 and it's, it's this is about 40. He's excited. He's excited. Exactly. That's when I know you're super excited. It, it, it takes a long time to get there, but I'm, that's when I'm like, oh, Joe's feeling this. That's a good trait. Don't ever feel bad about it. All right. I I enjoy that trait for you. I enjoy that it takes twenty minutes to to get out to uh, get a, to get a sentence out to get a sentence. I I and you're not like that all the time. No. You're only like that when you're nervous or when you're you're trying to get a, a specific idea out because you don't you don't want to miss out on any details, yeah. like, dude. I, I'm, I'm, it's like it's like it's like you know when it's it's that that's all. That's yeah. that's. Don't, don't embrace it, Joe. Embrace, embrace the stutter. Yeah. So, Joe, now, now I'm waiting for the right opportunity, and uh, I think it would start here. I'm going to set it up. Yeah. Look at me. What? It, I'm wearing sunglasses at night. Like I think I'm on a Mission Impossible task. Okay. We're going to play a game called. We're going to make Joe. Joe is definitely. He's gonna show. He's showing up late to our Airbnb every night. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna like fake go at him. I'm like, dude, what are you? You getting cocky now? Like you're hanging out late? Um, starting to curse. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's gonna fall for it. Or is that just tonight? So that's me practicing. <laughs> I, I was gonna do this. That's me practicing what I'm gonna say to him. Oh, now you walk in. His his son goes to school here, and he's like, "Yeah, right, in guys out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. So we went to like the Total College Bar. Now, good, you were funny. Thank you. Super good, man. You were getting super loose. I'm setting him up. You were loose tonight. Yeah, you were good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I like what you said, though. No. Don't look into this question. Oh, all right. Stop right there. Stop right there. What are you thinking when I did? Were you, were you already? You immediately went, uh oh. Yeah. Did you have any idea where I was going with it? I didn't have anywhere you're, I didn't know where you were going with it, but I knew you're, you can tell, like, I know you're going to say something to me. Which is really funny. Now that I'm looking at it, it's like, dude, if the worst thing in the world. Is to say a, is to drop an f bomb here, drop an f bomb. If that's the worst thing in the world, dude, we've got the greatest thing going. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, I mean, but it just shows the respect you have. Where I'm not saying I wouldn't have had it, but I would have been like, dude, I know. But you did. The, the whole reason of doing this is because I know you're so like, oh my god, this is really okay. No. All right, here's what happened. And just, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's funny. So I, he doesn't really know, and I bring it up here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't look into it. You relax. Yeah. You hit two F-bombers. I did. My question is... Your whole demeanor just changed. Okay. The first one was good. No, 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 but I'm saying... Are you are you planning to branch out? Like, and do this do all the time? More often? No. Nah. It was like sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
No, the, um, the first one came out because the first one I liked because it was just funny because it was like, well, what, what are you guys doing? Fuck up. You know, like, whatever. It was good. Yeah. And then the second one, God. the second one was just, it was like cruising around in the head and it just was like, hey, I'm going to cruise out too. You know, it just, it didn't hit like, yeah. And I'm trying so hard not to laugh and at the same time pretend I'm annoyed. The six years I've been hanging out. Like, like we're in a scene of Goodfellas. Oh, God. Hey, listen, well, you got your show, you do it as much as you want. But I just want to say, you were, you were a good sport. I think I eventually just told you, like, I can't. Yeah. I'm messing. I'm messing with you, man. I can't. I can't. But here's here's but the I other was... part. You guys were done talking about it for a while. Oh and yes, you yes. You can tell right. it was bothering Joe, so he brought it yes. back up to to. Did to I talk about? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I have to ask you, like, so we're cool. I won't say the f bombs again. Sorry that it happened. Just oh yeah. You know that it won't be. It, it won't happen. Again. I have to say like. You know, I, I feel felt like weird and stuff. No, I don't feel weird, but I'm just letting you know. I'm letting you know. You know, that's not something that's that's a part. That's not part of my like future plan. No, but it can be. Yeah, but when, when you do it, you know what I mean. No, no, I know that. But what I'm saying is, when we're hanging, you know, like yeah. in this in our band. Ah, oh. right, right. Oh. Band, and I felt. Bass. Yeah. So, okay, I, good. I just, at this moment, I felt. Well, dude, at that I moment, like, I'll tell you what's going. Dude, I'll tell you what it is, dude. Uh, I, it's, I, dude, you know what it is? It's, 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 uh, it's the moment before you get clipped, and you're like, "Hey, man, is there anything you can do yes! about this?" You know, like for good, for, yes, for old times' sake, Jim. Nothing I can do about it. You know, like, like, dude, I was just making sure I wasn't like gonna get whacked. You know, like I was like, "All right, man, like, are you know, are we cool? Like, I'm not wearing a wire." Like, hey man, I know, I know you think I knew them. I'm not an informant. Everything's cool. Like, we're good, right? Trust this breakfast place in the morning. Yeah, it's all yeah. gonna work out. Yeah, I, yeah. I and I gotta say, like, once you once you came back and like, hey, I just want you know, they never got. I I was like, oh, I don't know if I can keep this up. I don't know. I, I would have loved. Okay, wait, Brewer. Okay, I gotta ask you a question. What? Roll, flip flop it. Flip up. Flip it. Flip flop yeah. it for a second. You're out on the road. Back in the day, you're featuring for so and so. You're playing, you know. You're like, you're in it. You're like, all right, man. This is this is amazing. And and they do that to you. Hey, man. You know, I know oh. that. W- would you have been like the same way as me, or would there be a point? Oh where no, I hundred percent, hundred percent. I would have been like, um, yeah. I that was a total mistake. Yeah, it was okay, my cool. fault. And like, I got, I got. I don't know why I did it. Again. Yeah. Like, I don't. I. I would have been extremely apologetic yeah. um, and extremely like, listen, ain't never gonna, I don't know why. I think I was, in, I think I, I got a little, I got a little excited. Uh, I, I don't know what happened, man. I didn't, I would never, I know you don't like that. Yeah. No problem. Got it. That uh, happened. That happened with that Joe again. and I the first night. What do you mean? At, at the improv, what do you mean, Mike? the, the end of the night, Joe, you know, you're done. I'm going to get the microphones and, and clean everything up, my camera and stuff. And Joe's like, uh, you got the mics? And I'm like, dude, I gave them to you. He's like, no, oh. you didn't. I'm like, dude, I, I got off stage. I got everything together and I gave them to you. Because like, he's like, dude, don't mess with me right now. I'm dealing with the money. I'm trying to settle. I'm trying to get the merch together. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. My apologies. Uh, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done I remember that. that. I remember that. I go, are you, I go, hey, dude, 
are you messing with me right now? Cause I'm trying to settle. I'm trying to clear music. And you were like, dude, I'm totally joking. I'm like, all right, sorry. <laughs> well, even that, which I noticed too, like Mike, Mike is all quiet here. I noticed on the road, he's, he likes, he likes busting chops a little like when it, I'm not going to lie when, when he, when he, uh, he's like, yeah, I was busting Joe's chops and I was, I was trying to mess with the microphone. Like, and how did Joe react to that? Because I don't, you know what I mean? Like if we went, if we went, if we went Godfather, it's like the Godfather and the consiglia. Like, dude, you're messing with a consiglia. I mean, I mean uh, uh, be careful there. Be careful. He comes to me, and then he's like, you know, I like this mic, but now he's messing with me while I'm working. Like, you know, things are going down. But overall, that we had a great time. Dude, it was we really the best. did. I, I thought it was phenomenal. Hey, Jim. My name is Stepan. I live in America now, but I'm from Russia. I just want to say from Russia with love. I just went to see you in Albany, New York at the Egg. That was an incredible, funny show. Thank you for everything you do. Keep following Jesus. God bless your family and everything you do. Stay strong. Take care, brother. We covered a lot of ground too, man. I got to say one thing that no one knows Brewer does all the driving. He will not let any of us drive. I've asked a million times. He was driving five, six hours a day. Boom. Straight. In. It was, we covered a lot of ground in California, man. It was, and it was beautiful too. That one day was like six hours. Yeah. We left super early in the morning to go to Monterey, but yeah, we played a I lot like of music. It. I like played I'm, a lot of music, played a lot of music, <clears throat> a lot of music. And then we ended it in Laughlin, Nevada. And I, I remember seeing a, a billboard for Larry, the cable guy. So we go on, it's the last show. I go on, do my thing. And when I came off the stage, Joe's waiting for me and he goes, Hey, uh, what'd you say? Your buddy's Dan is in there. No, I, go, I go, dude, you're stoked. Your buddy Dan's here. I said, Dan who? Yeah. And you went, you'll see. What are you talking about? And I walked in and it was Larry, the cable guy who I know as Dan Whitney. So, and he told, he told the greatest story about Greg Giraldo. Cause I brought up, I brought up, uh, um, I brought up when I watched, uh, Larry, the cable guy, there was a, there was a roast on comedy central and, I'm not a big fan of the roast. I I like the old time roast where they did more jokes where this one, it, the newer, the newer roasts were very vicious, like really mean, vicious. And, and that's whatever. Uh, it, it's not my style. I got asked to do a couple. I'm like, ah, it's not my style, man. <clears throat> um, so he, he was, and I mentioned when I watched it, I knew the typical jokes that they would go after him with, but he also, Dan, well, Larry, the cable guy is a really good writer. You know, you may just think, Oh, cause he does this, uh, you know, he's got the Southern accent and he dresses like, uh, you know, who he dresses like that. He's not the brightest character. He's actually extremely smart, brilliant, funny, incredible human being. And, um, I brought that up to him and he said that Geraldo, who was absolutely hilarious, brilliant. And he probably was the best roaster I think ever. 
He said, you know, he said some things and he was, you know, he was pretty harsh on me and blah, blah, blah. But then he told this story after the show that was very heart, heartful of Greg Giraldo going up to him after the show and go, hey, man. Um, and it, it was it was basically to the to the story that Geraldo went up to him and said, listen, I, I don't mean those. I didn't mean those things I said. I'm actually. I'm actually angry at myself for not being further. Um, and I, I really admire what you do. And, I, and I, I, I do think you're extremely funny. And I'm really sorry if I hurt you in any way. But I don't mean those things. And I just, I'm not very happy with, and I'm angry at where I'm at. And, I, and that certain people do better than me and all that. It was just very, it was a very nice thing to do by Geraldo. I, I, I had a great time with Geraldo at a wedding of all places. I think it was for a, a friend of ours. And we hung out all night. We were laughing our asses off. We were taking goofy pictures everywhere. And I was very sad when Geraldo passed. It's sad when anyone passed, but that was an incredible story by Larry the Cable. There was a couple stories. I told him that fun, not fun for me. Got my ass handed to me. But everyone was talking about that gig. Oh my God. Larry the Cable Guy absolutely murdered in front of 10,000 people. Just murdered. And I kept Now, when I left Palm Harbor, Clearwater, Florida to go to New York to try to get on television, do films, this is 1990, 91, 90, somewhere in there. I knew Dan Whitney as Dan Whitney, the freight train of comedy. He'd get up, joke, 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 just pounce you to death with jokes. And one after the other, one after the other. So the last time we spent together was all of us were at a table. It was me, him, Daryl Hammond, uh, Tom Rhodes, I think Carrot Top, uh, Billy Gardell, all guys that are on television and film and have gone on to do great things. And I had no clue who Larry the Cable Guy was. I had no clue that Dan had turned into Larry the Cable Guy. So I'm at this big event and I'm like, who is this Larry the Cable Guy? Um, so I go and I'm looking at the list and I see Larry the Cable Guy in there. I'm like, huh. And out of nowhere, Dan Whitney comes out of a room and I went, Dan, Oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, how are you? He goes, oh, I'm good. I said, what are you doing here? He goes, ah, I went up earlier. I went, I, didn't, I don't see your name on the list. And he goes, I'm Larry the Cable Guy. I went, what? What? You're Larry the Cable Guy? Oh my God. And I'd let him know how excited I was. Like just whenever the good guys really cry, it was super exciting. And we have all that. Mike came in and recorded everything you guys were all mike was like oh my god it was cool to see mike extremely jacked up you knew that was larry the cable guy right mike oh yeah the the minute we were me and joe were at the uh, merch table uh just checking things out and all of a sudden he walks in with his entourage and joe and i just look at each other like dude it's larry yeah. the cable guy and we're like all right we got it we got it we got to get him backstage yeah it was it was and awesome. what did he say to you joe was he talked did he talk to you guys up front no, when we when he when he rolled in, his opener cruised over and and was you know introduced himself. So like I was like, hey, what's up, man? I, I psyched you guys are here, and he's like, hey, can we come back and say hi to Jim after he gets off? I said absolutely. And then you know right when I knew you were closing it down, I walked him back in there, and then I walked out on stage and grabbed you. But after you went out to do the meet and greet, he hung for another like ten minutes, and you know we were talking. He was talking about uh, 
you know, different shows talking about where he lives, uh, and how, you know, what he's got planned for next year. That that was their last show of the tour. So they were, they were winding down as we are too, with, you know, the last show in Philly next or two weeks from now. So, you know, it, it was just cool. And he was very like for a guy at his, you know, who he is, he was so, um, humble and cool and very giving with, cause I asked him a few questions. Uh, kind of like how the whole Larry Cable guy came about. I said, you know, Jim had told me some things and, you know, he told me about how it came about, how it was a radio show character and right. he would always right. go up generally as Dan, you know, freight chain of comedy. And then at one point, uh, is it, is it less, what's the guy that owns the club down there? And, uh, is it Sarasota? Les, Mc Les McCurdy, Sarasota, one of the most respected guys, um, in the area. Some other people like to say he's well, I shouldn't say that. Um, only one person. So then Les, he told, yeah, he told only, story. only one person in my lifetime ever said like, oh, that guy's not Les McCurdy uh, runs runs McCurdy's Comedy Theater Club in Sarasota. I love going there. His wife's incredible. It, it's uh, yes, Les McCurdy, incredible human being. And I love performing at his place. Great guy. Go ahead. Yeah. And then he was telling about how there was a show and uh everyone was on it and that night instead of putting uh dan's name on the on the billing he put uh larry the cable guy and when dan show up showed up to do the show he walked into the venue and it was packed and he says to he says to les he goes what are why are all these people here what's going on he's expecting like anyone else oh uh, you know i'm coming up to do a set shouldn't look like yeah. this it looks like a saturday night it's a week night and he goes they're all here to see larry they're all here to see you larry the cable guy and he goes he goes, Les, I don't have an act based on Larry, the cable guy. He goes, well, you know, can't you do a cut? You could do some bits as that guy. Right. So he's like, all right, I'll do it. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go out and I'm, I'm going to wear what I wore here. So he puts his jeans on his boots and his, you know, shirt and his hat. And he came up and did Larry, the cable guy, like did some bits as that. And it crushed. And then, um, Les said to Larry or Les said to Dan, Hey, I really think the Larry, the cable guy thing is, is your ticket. He goes now, why don't you come back and we won't bill it. At, we'll only bill it as Larry, the cable guy. And he said he came back. It was sold out. Wow. And that was I didn't it. know Les McCurdy had such a big part to do with that. Oh, yeah. That makes so much according sense. According to Dan, according to Dan, if it wasn't for Les saying, hey, tonight, go up as Larry, the cable guy. The reason these people are here is I put, you know, Dan, uh, is it Whitney? What's his last name? Dan Whitney, yeah. Said yeah, Dan yeah. Whitney, and then in quotations, Larry the Cable Guy. So at that point, it was still Dan, Larry the Cable Guy. And then it did so well that he said, let's get rid of Dan and let's just bring in a billion as Larry the Cable Guy. And from that point on, he said there was no looking back. It just took off like fire. That's awesome. And I I love stories like that. And to hear that from him was amazing. Yeah. You know, as a comic, you know, sitting there listening to the two of you guys go back and forth with who's at that table. Talk, I mean, dude, hearing, you know, both of you guys writing different bits, trying to punch each other's stuff up. You know, it's all the stuff as a comic that, you know, me and my friends do, but we're just not Jim Brewer and Larry the Cable Guy and, you know, all of that. We're just the, we're at that, ver we're at that level of, you know, you guys at the restaurant that night. Yeah, it was so cool. I, it, it really reminded me of when I was first starting out who you really enjoyed and i i remember i loved billy gardell still enjoy billy i still get great it's like seeing an old family member when i see billy gardell or dan whitney larry the cable guy um tom rhodes uh because he was around daryl hammond um 
And over this past week, too, I had a great phone call from an old friend, Tracy Morgan, who I haven't spoken to in a long time. We had a great conversation. Uh, and I told him, man, I, I love you and I miss you. And you, you help me more in my life than you could ever imagine. Not Forget, forget what we did career-wise. Our life. Tracy Morgan was an incredible mentor spiritually for me, believe it or not. Always was. And I'm glad we got to uh, catch up and do all that. But it was a great trip. I guess we'll see each other in Philadelphia, right? So that's Philly the on the twenty twenty second. Yeah, Friday the twenty second. We're, we're in, we're out. Literally. Last show of the year. And then our tour kicks up. You could see me, uh, most likely Mike, Joe, all out there on the road. And um, you know, get your tickets now. Go to jimbrewer.com for that Texas run. And I'm thinking about bringing the her uh the herbinator. Yes. I'm thinking about bringing Herb. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask if Herb can come along. I think. I think Herb would have a great time uh, out on the road with us, and then that whole Carolina run too would be Atlanta and the Carolinas. That would be good too. I'm so, excited too. When we, really quick, yeah. when we go to uh, yeah to Austin, Jim, to show you that 40 or 50 acre. Uh, wild reserve oh. that my friends own out there. Remember I showed you Dino and yes. Sarah. Yes. They have this whole, basically they've built this whole compound out there. That's all, you know, it's, they, they have their beehives. They have all the, you know, the, they make their own uh, bread out there. They got their own honey out there, the kombucha. I mean, and he's built everything and he was, he's, you know, he built it. It's an amazing, I showed you the photos. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that we get out of the city to check that out while we're there. Yeah. And I'm hoping to uh, connect you know, with some people out there, we'll, you know, we'll see how that goes. If the time, if time permits, uh, see who I would love to go see out there. So with that said, the new specials out there, uh, country boy will survive. Joe Sid, thanks for hanging out. We'll Absolutely. Get, I'll see you in two, three weeks, Mike. Thank you for all you do. And for everyone else out there, Hey man, enjoy life where you can. We're in December. Um, if if there's anyone in your life that that is trying to bring you down, just just don't let that don't let that control you. Don't let the don't don't let it eat you up. You're too good for that. You're way too good for that. Um, I've also noticed in life. We had a couple conversations about this all the way. You ever notice in life, people that. Um, constantly point fingers like ah, this and they're that way and this one's bad and da 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 and they're at the same time they're saying how great they are I'm great you're this and they're that and you better not this um, if you have people like that in your life it's very toxic and you got to get that out of your life and don't ever let them infiltrate you because the good always outshines the bad. Always let the light come out. And if the light isn't coming out of the human being that you're uh, crossing paths with, well, then they're not meant to be around in your life. You're too valuable for that. All the best to all of you. And we'll see you next week on The Bruniverse. Have a good one. If you'd like to check out this episode, Uncut and Uncensored, Head on over to my Patreon page at jimbrewer.com slash Patreon.
is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and I have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there.